Hello and welcome to another episode of Shop Talk. Hey Jonathan, how goes your week? Ni hao, ni hao ma. Did you just go full Mongolian on me? Mongolian? Wow, why are you so racist really? No, I don't but know. We all look the same? Is no, because I, <laughs> I was just taking a stab in the dark. That was Mandarin Chinese. Mandarin, that's, I didn't mean Mongolian. I meant Mandarin. You, wow, really? <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I don't, I obviously, I don't know anything. So I apologize to everybody out there that speaks either of those languages. <laughs> I, I don't even know what Mongolian <laughs> is, other yeah. than barbecue. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. Thank you. So it does look like you're free of uh, Rosetta Stone's paying off. 99 cents. Na oh, okay. 90, okay. I'm sorry. Come on now. I didn't mean that right. you got it for like free, free, but you know. Yeah. So, um, good week. Um, good week. Did you uh, get your boat wet this week? I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah, Trina liked that one too. And then, uh, <laughs> and then she's like, "Wow, it took you long enough to figure that one out." And I'm like, "Yeah, well." <laughs> but yeah, I got my boat wet. Okay. And I went kayaking. Nice. It was, it was good. Um, yeah, I went down to Mission Bay um, and uh, watched the fireworks uh, in the water. Um, uh, hello. Watched the fireworks from SeaWorld while in the water. So you were paddled off, kind of off the SeaWorld coast shore, yeah. as it were? Uh-huh. So you paddled back in the dark. We were in the dark. How yeah. far How far from there? Uh, three miles, maybe? Three miles. Um, and then... Uh, Three dolphins popped up on us and pretty much scared me silly. Um, well, yeah, because you don't like big animals or fish in the water anyway, right? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, at this point, it's this is the mountain lion story. Right. And the mountain lion, uh, i.e. dolphin, is <laughs> uh, about, what, 30 yards away and is can, com can come to me in about four seconds, three seconds. Like and, instantly, and I got nothing but a paddle, <laughs> and just I don't know. I mean, so it, it was it was really neato. Um, at the same time, uh, Trina was like, "Okay, uh, what do you want to do? What do you want to do?" And I'm like, "No, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, let's back up. Let's back up." Uh, uh, okay, and then within a minute, we were on shore. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, yes, that that's that, that was my kayaking. So I've been kayaking out in Mission Bay. I've done some stuff out there in the past. And the thing I remember one day, we were out there kayaking and sea lions. Yeah. Or, or seals or whatever. Sure. But they'll come up and they'll get right beside the boat. And they, they they'll, they'll, like they'll if you're still, the they'll try to get on the boat. Yeah. yeah right. That, that's a little nerve wracking because they have like teeth. Uh, teeth and they're heavy too. They don't <laughs> probably know it, right? Yeah. And so they're gonna start jacking around on the tipping your yeah. tipping your kayak, making it front end heavy and stuff. So we'll see. I don't know. One day or another. Well, you had a you had a kayak ride. I had one of the worst mountain bike rides I've had in, in recent heard. memory. I have no idea. Absolutely had nothing. I had less than nothing. I actually walked five times or stopped five times on the uphill. Really. Just literally had nothing. Legs had no strength. But again, I was off the bike for three weeks and kind of had a mini vacation in there hmm. where the diet just wasn't, you know, probably good. Or was the heart not in it? No, I, I really wanted to ride. 
because you know Addison came out okay, and joined so us. It was so, all physical. No, it was one hundred percent physical. But then once the physical part happened, the heart the heart went right with it. <laughs> the motivation and the desire, because it's like normally I can kind of push through mm-hmm. wanting to stop. I wanted to stop, so guess what I did? You stopped. I stopped. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you live to write another day. But all right. I did suffer. So the studio's a little empty this week. We've had a run of about five shows. Five, Something six. of some special guests coming. Yeah, coming in where uh-huh. we um yeah. had had quite a quite a full studio. So it's uh it's just you and I this week, and we get back to discussing bikes again. We kind of did a detour yeah. for two episodes yeah. and yeah. relived a couple of our listeners and friends and Vinny's uh, summer trip. So that was fun. But uh, for this episode, we're going to see uh, what the whole hybrid bike thing is about. Hybrid bike? What's that, Jeff? <laughs> well, wait a minute. You read it wrong. That's my question to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I've always described it is kind of a general purpose bike, a bike with mountain bike fit, meaning it's flat bars and you're, you're not super aggressive like you would be on a road bike, but with road bike gearing and kind of yeah. N- not as t- not as big a tires than as you would have on a mountain bike. Sure, a little less <laughs> aggressive, all the way around. But in I a guess nutshell, that's what it is. Kind of gives you the ability to hit a footpath. Yeah. Maybe right. I don't. I don't right. know. Right. I don't. Right. Oh well, I mean, so here I'll, I'll I'll take over if you if you don't mind. Feel free. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, welcome welcome to the world of hybrid bicycles. Um, hybrid bicycle, for all intents and purposes, is. A general purpose bicycle. It's not quite a mountain bike and it's not quite a road bike. Now, for those who are unaware of what a road bike truly is, a road bike is that old 10 speed, right? It's that setup of that old 10 speed. The reason why it was called a 10 speed back then was because it was two gears in the front and five in the back, and therefore it was a 10 speed. But at the end of the day, it was a road bike more than it was a 10 speed. Because road bikes still exist, they're just not ten speeds anymore. Yeah, they're multi speeds, more yeah. than ten. And one of the biggest, I mean, it, when people come into the shop and they're looking, and you're asking them, and, and they don't know, but they say, "I want flat bars," or they don't want the curved bars or the racing bars. A lot of re- people yeah, still racing refer bars, racing mm-hmm. bars to like the drop bars or sure. what you would typically see on sure. the road bikes. Sure, so. sure. Yeah, and really, those racing bars are not exactly for racing they're for efficiency and 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 some power right right and surely in order to have your competitive advantage you're going to race with them but it doesn't mean automatically that you're no you're racing yeah i I just that's because you're not a racer you can't do it right yeah i mean that's 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 almost the number one statement um, any of our customers will make it's like hey i'm looking for a bike but i'm not a racer yeah. And, you know, it's so funny that that what compels you to have to justify to the person, you know, at the bike shop that y- you you're not a racer and therefore um, 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 you're not looking for a racing bike. And uh, 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 like you're almost like undeserving of a bicycle. Yeah. And that I, sucks. Yeah, that 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 is a kind of a funny statement because that does seem to happen like right. nine, nine times out of ten. It I'm does. not I'm not looking to race. Right. 
It's like well, I would never ask. Okay. Never cared. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not looking to race either. I still ride a bicycle. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm racing Father Time. That's right. about it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so you y- you have to really, you know, uh, reel them back and just like, hey, we're just people. Yeah. Like we're not racers, and if we are racers, we should still sh- shouldn't treat you like you're not. A r- and just because you're not a racer, you don't yeah. you're undeserving of a bicycle. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah, that's always kind of a funny statement. Yeah. And then yeah. I guess that's the reason, you know, we're trained and taught working uh with the companies that we work with and through our retail or through our uh shop, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to probe, ask questions. Well, sure. What do you mean by that? And what, what type of writing do you want to do? Da, right. Da, da, right. You know, right. so right. So hybrid bicycles, you know, are meant for 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 touring, uh for casual riding, uh fitness riding. Um and uh, just all around recreation. Um, so th- th- the most conservative of bicycles is a hybrid bicycle. Now, we still manage to find ways to complicate things. Um, so uh, the hybrid bicycles aren't just one classification. Yeah. Uh, there are many cl- uh, uh, subcategories of a hybrid bicycle. So, Okay, before you get into that, oh, okay. I, had a, I had a question, and and. and I've asked you this because you brought it up when we first started talking about bikes and every time we talked about different types of bikes, I tend to ask this question. I just want to know your response. Is 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 a hybrid bike a legit category of bicycle or is it like you have said in the past a a huge marketing ploy on on the bike industry? Because I mean, we've talked about gravel bikes and other bikes and you know, sometimes you th- you have said, and, and I've agreed, that a lot of times we push these different bikes, and I say we, the bike industry, do a marketing sure. t- type of thing. Yeah. Is this more of a legit genre of bikes, like mountain bikes and road bikes and hybrid bikes, more so than like a road bike and a gravel bike? Or I don't... Yeah. Okay. You know what? In this instance, I'm going to call it a legit category. Okay. Right? Um, there's, there's, a good, there's good reason for it to exist. Um, now, certainly... You can do multi multi things with a mountain bike, right? Right. Um, so I like to call a mountain bike an SUV of of bikes, right? Um, because you have the ability to go off roading, and even with our off road vehicles, we go up to the mountains two times a year. Right. But the other three hundred and sixty three days, we're driving to work <laughs> and going to the store. Yeah. And we're using a lot of gas. Right, right. We're literally using yeah. a lot of gas. The fuel economy on an SUV is not close to an economic car. Right. So guess what is an economic car? The hybrid. The hybrid. So yeah. the economy of the the energy economy or the output is a lot is a lot more efficient, efficient. for the rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I would consider it a legit legitimate category. Okay. Right. If anything. You know, hybrid bikes should be the most popular bike in the world. And then I guess in some places where where commuting or countries and where where yep they are yeah because I remember being stationed in Japan, everyone it was sort of the multi-purpose bike that yeah. everyone was riding exactly right. I mean, well, the whole European economy uh, or bicycle industry there uh, revolves around b- hybrid bikes. Now again, we're talking about the many subcategories of hybrid bikes. Yeah. But hybrid bikes, yes, they're, 
they're not commuting on mountain bikes, and right. really they're not commuting on road bikes. Yeah, because let's be honest, on a, on a road bike with the drop bars, and you say you're carrying a backpack for commuting, mm-hmm. that that you know can be a little. Yeah, right. Whereas a hybrid bike it has uh, different rack systems to be able to install to be installed on it yeah. for you to carry your cargo. And it's also a little more comfortable than, than a mountain bike and a road bike. So if you are wearing a backpack, you know. Can be, yeah, yeah. right. I mean, so it's, it's a cargo carrier. It's a, it's a very universal style bicycle. And really, it should be the most popular one. Now, you know, in our shop, we're, 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 really, we're really spoiled with the mountain bike trails around us. The, the areas really that we can deal, ride. Right, yeah. right. Um, and so we end up catering more to mountain bikes, right? That's just become the nature of the beast. Um, and then certainly, you know, we have our road bikes, right? That, that road cycling community is still there. Um, but the fun part, right, that as you would kind of s- say it is, the we're, we're, you know, we're, we're in a rural area, and so you got the mountain biking. And yeah. It's just really cool. In an urban area, more metropolitan. Orange County like or somewhere. Uh, sure. You would San Diego uh, even, maybe? Um, yes. So in populated areas, I guess we'll uh, say. Yeah. In more densely populated areas, uh, the hybrid bike is more popular. Um, it's more popular because, again, of the, utili- the, the utility of it um, and then uh, also just the recreational aspect of it. Okay. And, what, you know, we'll dive into that just a little bit here. Yeah. Um, but, yes, legitimately its own category, not entirely marketing. Okay. Well, no, that was, that, I mean, it was one of the questions. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Cool. Okay. Um, so did, did you... We talked about what it, what if you had to sum it up in like a paragraph or a sentence, uh, and I can't remember what how what would you say? Just a utility bike, a general purpose bike that would pretty much meet anyone's needs. It's needs are rough. Okay. Right. Um, so I won't define it by needs, but yeah, it's a general utility bike. Yeah. Um, okay. So you c- again, you can ride it for fitness slash recreation, right? Or for utility, like such as commuting to work, commuting to school, um, and uh, hack even just bicycle touring, right? Right. It seems like th- at the end of every school year and right before college starts, we get a lot of people. That Correct. seems to be where the uh, that's the popular bicycle for a college campus. Yeah, it should be right. Right, you know, because they don't need to go off road. Um, they're going to be on pavement, concrete, and then maybe once in a while they'll cut across the, the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, the sidewalk might end, and yeah. then you know that they're going to be in dirt or grass, and then therefore the hybrid can do do well with it. Um, so a, a hybrid, it really is the best answer for a college kid. Okay, and then and and the brands that we sell Trek, then our hybrids are broken to like two. Three, th- three cat, three subcategories. Okay, so one's the, the yeah, yeah. So, um, so there's the fitness hybrid, and the fitness hybrid, uh, the way it's classified is it's got a narrower seat, um, lower rise handlebars, um, and uh, a street 
pavement, narrow tire, right, for efficiency. Right. You buy that bike in lieu of a gym membership. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. right? So that's so your pedal a, class. That's your spin class. Correct. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, again, that's that's a fitness bike. Like okay. I want to I want to break a sweat. I want to work out. You know, I'm going to wear, wear my gym clothes. Right. You know, I'm not going to look like a, a quote unquote racer. Right. Right. But I just I want to wear my gym clothes and I want to work out. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Um, and then uh, there's your comfort hybrid. Comfort hybrid has a little bit wider and comfier seat, since certainly um, and higher rise handlebars. So. This is the verb, just the in verb, our the track e- verb, okay. correct, right? And the other one you were talking what about was the, the track FX, the FX, okay, yeah, all right. right. Um, and FX kind of, you know, I don't know if they've ever defined it, but like fitness cross, something right. like that, right? Yeah. That's what FX. So the verb, they just gave it that name. Who knows why? Um, but uh, uh, again, th- that's a comfort hybrid. That's the one. It's that's got the handle, uh, the 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 neck that adjusts adjustable from, from ninety to one eighty, right? Correct, right, yeah. right. So you can increase the rise on it to be more comfortable, so you can be more upright. You're buying that because you want to smell the roses. You just want to enjoy your life, ride with the kids. You're really not looking for any. Uh, uh, extra power per se. Is this the one that we would see mostly on the back of a RV or in an RV? You would, right? Yeah. You know, um, and truth be told, I mean, th- there's probably a demographic for it, right? Uh, I mean, the demographic group is probably um, people in your 40 plus, 40 year old plus range, mm-hmm. you know, um, and also sometimes. At the same time, you know, some people who just who haven't ridden a bike in a while, you know, that they want to get back into shape and things like that. Right. So they're, they're not quite in shape. Um, and then so uh, that they don't have the flexibility to 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 lean over so much. And that is getting back into shape. And that's the, I think when I talk with clients and they're looking at that's one of the outside of going. My kids are going to school. The next one is like the semi retirement set. Yeah who want to get rid of the tennis belly or, yeah. you know, and like, I'm looking to get back in a little shape. The yeah. doctor says I need to get a little exercise. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so that's where the comfort hybrid really comes in, right? Yeah. So, by the way, the fitness hybrid, back up there, fitness hybrid, that demographic is going to be in your 20, 30-year-old market. Right. Right, yeah. Like you said, the squash players, the gym membership, you know, yeah. who want to, are, are the su- uber-fast commuters, maybe. Correct. Yeah. Right, okay. right. Mm-hmm. And then your last... Uh, subcategory is your dual sport. And so a dual sport is a hybrid that is more capable of going off-road. Okay. Okay. Now, mind you, all these bikes were capable of going off-road. Yeah. But you're giving up some comfort by going off-road. Whereas a dual sport, it legitimately is designed to be able to go off-road. Now, when I say off-road, I'm not talking about mountain bike Trail. technical trails yeah. i'm talking about the road ended and it turned into gravel and fire road and uh, uh, a well-groomed trail that has been maintained yeah. and or again it's a gravel road yeah would you and one of the local areas around here is uh santa rosa would you ride a fx up at santa rosa you could C- could you? you could yeah right right um, the main part of it, right? Yeah. Um, uh, yes, you, you, you could. Um, but certainly uh, where uh, th- this is where the marketing comes in, 
okay. is that um, I mean the the hybrid bike was here first, not the gravel bike. Right. And so the hybrid bike, or rather the gravel bike, is on the same trails as the hybrid bike was R- meant for. Okay. Except that your hybrid riders, bicycle owners, they weren't really keen on going into the gravel. Right. Okay. Right. So just it was a different application for them. Yeah. The bikes were fully capable of it. The tires are fully capable of it. They're really the same tires. Yeah. And and it, you you say the FX more capable. I mean the uh, dual sport. It's funny because I had an FX. Mm-hmm. And a dual sport in my stand, both today that mm-hmm. I worked on, and I guess because I knew what the today's episode was about, that I really paid attention. Mm-hmm. You pull out the FX, and it's like it's more the frame on it feels more like a road frame. You know, it's it's a little smaller tubing, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. lightweight. Uh, had the disc brakes. This one was a really nice one. You know, but then I pull down the uh, the dual sport, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, wow, okay, so that frame is is quite a bit heftier than the FX. Yeah. Had, you know, it, it felt more like a mountain bike. The mm-hmm. tires were probably not, they weren't as big as my mountain bike tires, but they were twice as big as the FX tires. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. It, you know, when you picked it up and and, and worked on it, mm-hmm. it actually mm-hmm. felt like you were working more on a mountain, yeah. you know, more on a mountain totally. bike. Totally. Whereas the yeah. FX yeah. felt more like uh-huh. a road bike with flat bars. Well, you know, so the natural evolution of a FX fitness bike rider is uh, they grow out of that into a road bike. Is that how that goes? Uh-huh. Okay. And then the natural evolution of a dual sport rider. They go into. They grow out of that and into a mountain bike. Into a mountain bike. Because they realize that, hey, this is actually kind of fun. Yeah. And this bike won't really go down that. And I kind of want to go down that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, right. so that again, so that's where you're catering to just. Okay. And then on your on your comfort hybrid, is there an evolution for those riders? Or are they just sort no, of. No, no, no. Not much of an evolution. They just um, sort of like either they're going to like continue biking or they're going to realize, hey, I don't really like this whole biking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's their side gig. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, uh, they, 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 they play tennis and uh, uh, they, they own a comfort hybrid. Yeah, so it's good yeah, for yeah. getting around the gated community if you don't have the golf cart. Stuff like it. that, right? Yeah. yeah. So the once in a while where a true application of it will come into play is um, someone who's just been, again, out of the sport for a while or out of – just out of activity for a while yeah and they're just not quite in shape um and uh they 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 need a bicycle to get them going and a comfort hybrid bike it's comfortable and it's got the right uh setup the right posture for them so that so that again it's going to work with their lack of flexibility and and just come just you know general comfort yeah you know and you typically have back issues, neck issues. Yeah, we've had a couple like of people come in and they've, they've talked about, hey, I got to look on. Uh, the doctor says I need to ride a bike. I'm not fond of the stationary bike. I've had knee surgery. I got to, yep. you know, back surgery. I just need to be comfortable. I got to do some cardio, yep. but I can't walk. Yeah. So that, that verve is perfect because you can adjust it, make it to where they're almost on a stationary bike. Yeah. But they're getting the cardio and they're actually getting outside and breathing the air and seeing. Totally. Seeing things. Yep. So do you own a hybrid? I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, in which, which uh, yeah. are so you comfort? Uh, I have the dual sport. I okay. have the dual sport. Um, I've always been in love with the uh, the fitness bike. Um, I've always been in love with it, but I've never owned one. Um, and 
it was just about just application and the necessity to own one. And I just didn't, I never got to that point. So I have a dual sport. Um, now you, and you've, have you modified yours? I have. Okay. So you've got racks on yours, right? Yes. Are, you were at one time using it, going to use it for your touring or your camping bike as well? Or? And I still am. Oh, okay. Yeah. So your, your checkpoint it's not really for that. You've dedicated Both. most. I have two bikes that are for that. This is for that. Okay. Yeah. So do you have a love-hate relationship with the hybrid? Do you like the hybrid? Is there things it's good for you've learned and not learned? Or uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I do. Definitely. Well, Definitely. Share. So, um, okay. So the, the benefit of a hybrid bike, right? Um, we explored some of it here is just that um, it's a great utilitarian bicycle, and I can, uh, I can enjoy city urban activities. When I am riding around San Diego with my wife, um, and we're doing kind of multiple stops and stuff, that's where my hybrid bike comes into play. Okay. Um, I don't really like my mountain bike um, for that. You know, um, if I wanted to. I don't know, say hang with the boys, you know, um, then I'll take my mountain bike because it's like, Hey, Hey, uh, hold my beer. Watch me do this. <laughs> and that's what a mountain bike is for. Right. Right. Um, and I used to do that. Right. I mean, there were nights, um, after work and we would, uh, <laughs> we would go riding, uh, around the colleges, you know, the college campus. And you're just looking for any staircase or any, <laughs> Uh, amphitheater yeah anything that to, you to, can just jump off yeah you right. jump off of and then uh, hopefully you don't crash you know type things and you do end up crashing right and so that's what the mountain bike's for but true utilitarian and just enjoying my time um is going to be with my hybrid bike right so i actually do use that a lot yeah i, th- I thought that was the bike that yeah, you yeah. that you ride the most right now i'm u- i'm actually using that more than i'm using my mountain bike yeah, yeah. I haven't really touched my mountain bike since that last time hey, I said I ain't doing it anymore. Oh. On on the night ride? On the night ride? And you haven't? No. True to your word. True to my word. <laughs> but you've been on the hybrid cuz yeah. I know you I know you you've been, been to San hybrid. Diego and done some Right. And done, then, done well, s- you know, so like you know how we talked about you. the checkpoint. Yeah. You know, and how I I rode to um I, I rode to meet Trina and Hemet, you know, with the checkpoint. Well, I've ridden to meet Trina in Hemet, you know, with the dual sport. Right. So, yeah, man. No, the dual sport is key, really. I, I really like it. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so benefits, right? Right. That's what we're talking about. What are the drawbacks? Well, guess what? It's not a mountain bike. It's not a legit mountain bike. So I, I can't, like, hardcore go mountain biking on it. Um. Let's still define mountain biking. So there's the evolution of mountain biking that now, you know, you're going through rock gardens and and just, you know, kind of jumping off of things, right? Right. Okay, all right. So there are still a class of mountain bikes that, hey, that's not what you do. You're just riding off-road, right? Yeah. Um, and so uh, you can just ride fast off-road and be comfortable. Um, and guess what? Uh, dual sport can do just the same. It'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, the drawback there, not being a mountain bike, and 
if you are trying to ride in gravel, well, guess what? It's got a higher gear ratio. And that higher gear ratio was intended for pavement riding because that's predominantly what happens on these hybrid bicycles. Yeah. Right? They're again, urban, metropolitan-type bicycles. So uh, you can go at higher speeds. You don't need such a low gear ratio in order to climb up a dirt road, a dirt hill. Yeah. Um, so when you are actually trying to climb up a dirt hill, it hurts because the gearing's just not low enough. Gearing's not there. Right, right. Um, and then for me specifically, um, when I'm loaded down with uh, camping equipment, right, you know, for my bicycle touring, the gear ratio is just not low enough. I need a mountain bike gear ratio on my on my on my hybrid bike right okay is so this the bike that you change no that's your that's my checkpoint okay right um so my my dual sport has mountain bike gearing on it okay right Be- and uh uh i don't care about going faster the top end on the road correct. you want to be able to climb the hills correct right. with or without right, the right. gear yeah and i'm more casual on it anyways yeah so i don't need road gearing right that's why my checkpoint is there right so therefore i want it to be more utilitarian so therefore i make it lower gear ratio and i can and you have a rack on the front too right uh i took that off recently but uh definitely a rack on the rear yeah um the reason i took it off on the front was i mean you have a suspension fork Oh, okay. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so a, a true rack system does does not do well with the suspension fork. However, Topeak came out with these kind of a dry bag, uh, uh, bottle cage holders that mount to the lower part of the fork. Right. Correct. Yeah. Right, and that works well. So, um, I have what like ten liter dry bags, dry sacks or whatever. Yeah. Right? Dry. Yeah. You know, that for for from backpacking. Yeah. Right. Um, and I just stuff stuff in there, and they they look like uh, like you know sleeping gas bag. tanks. Yeah, yeah, sleeping bags. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, on, I didn't on know. The sides of the forks. And then are they just clamped on then? Uh, th- so then you use a uh, a strap, whatever. Okay. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I've seen that set up. The last time I saw oh, your. Oh really? The last okay. time I saw your bike was with the full rack and panniers up front and Got rear. It. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I put these on and they work really well. Yeah, so it's enough, uh, enough gear, enough cargo space there with my rear rack that I use the trunk bag or my and my panniers. So yeah, so that's the cool part. All right, and um, so you're happy you're using it. So I know it's a you, you definitely because uh you know you've posted you've taken it to San Diego, you and your whole family. Yep. been on the bikes and you know you all sort of have that same style of bikes but it's Correct. just for like enjoying you know a loop around mission bay or whatever Correct. Sp- speaking of dry bags you now have another use for the dry bags you're into kayaking so you just roll them all up yeah huh well you know what so what's funny is there's dr- your dry sacks and your dry bags yeah dry sacks are not are like water resistant right right no you got to get the one n- know why Dry sacks really exist other than just cargo. Yeah, just carrying. to keep moisture out of it. But Maybe. for a true water dry adventure, bag. you got the one that you roll over three uh-huh, times, uh-huh. fold back and yeah, clip yeah. on itself. So a dry bag came when uh, came with the uh, kayak when oh, I got it. Okay. Right. However, you know who actually legit gave me a dry bag 
Tim Ketter. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. When they were cleaning out their garage, you know. Um, so our beloved Tim Ketter, uh, <laughs> the world famous Tim Ketter, yeah. um, who recently passed away with us, um, he was cleaning out his garage. And uh, there was just a old, a lot bunch of old camping equipment. Because he used and to go gold prospecting. Gold, exactly. Yeah. yeah, gold mining, right? Whatever that is. Um, and then so uh, uh, had um, a bunch, like two, two, two or three tubs of camping camping gear. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, he brought it to, to brought it to work and just like, oh yeah, the guys will want it, you know. And then. I was just kind of pilfering through, and then you guys had already gone through it. I got a I got a know. five gallon like water jug, yeah. you know, like the expedition uh-huh. water jug. So yeah. So I kind of like just took the rest because yeah. I mean after everyone kind of went through everything, so in there there was a dry bag, right? And I'm talking like a thirty liter dry bag. Oh, you could like yeah, right. put a bunch. And of I'm stuff. like I don't know what I'm gonna do with this. <laughs> so last week, you know, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm going to go kayaking. I needed something dry. So you throw all this stuff. Oh, dang. Right? Yeah. No, they're, it's perfect. Yeah. So that's really cool. So get, talking on hybrids, and I know you, you've done distance, but do you feel are hybrid bikes good for long distance? Yes. Okay. Right. Um, hybrid bikes are, I mean, they're almost, let's see. Uh, they're used, They're being used in a multitude of ways and long distance is one of them it's okay. a bicycle touring uh, capable thing yeah so maybe just don't get wrapped around the name like hybrid but just knowing that you can do things with it yep okay yeah yep. so let me ask you this can you could you do a triathlon with it you can do a triathlon with it, and many people do triathlons. Like their with first it. ones, if they're looking yeah. at the small one, and right. it's like only a ten mile bike ride or something. Right. Now, certainly, you know, there's a point of how much do you want to win, and versus how much do you just want to beat your own personal best. Right. Right. Um, so many people, uh, I think, a very large percentage of triathlon participants are doing it to just achieve their personal best. Right, they've given themselves a goal, and they just want to achieve. Hey, I just want to finish, and you know, I just I'll, I want to uh, improve myself. Right, not to race and win and become a pro and none of that stuff. You know, when you do be, do become that, then you turn you get into a road bike, you get into a triathlon bike, but a hybrid bike, man, that's all you need. Yeah, a hybrid bike is still going to be better than a mountain bike in a triathlon. Okay, just because of weight, gearing, fit, everything, the the whole everything, A to B, A to Z, A to Z. Yeah, (laughs) you know. Um, Now, you know, I remember one time, uh, or rather, not one time, but um, one episode on The Biggest Loser. Uh huh. You know, um, they uh, uh, tasked the participants in. training for a triathlon and doing a triathlon and they gave them all tr- hybrid bikes right bingo like whoever helped them get those hybrid bikes did a good job did a good job do yeah. exactly what to do right again you're not quite in shape okay you need some help you don't have the flexibility you don't have any of that stuff so you just you need to be upright. You 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 just need some some help, and a hybrid bike does that. 
And so all that being said, I know we've, we've brushed over it just a little bit, but it seems to me in the times that I test ride and doing things on, it seems like it would be the perfect, if like you, and I think you said earlier, I know you said earlier in more of an urban environment or a more populated urban environment. It seems to me like that bike would really, really be at home on like urban streets, city streets where, you know, you, you, you live within three miles of, of all, everything you wanted to do. Yep. You know, your shopping center, your movies, the grocery oh, yeah. store. Totally. You know, and you're living in an apartment, or, you know, and yep. just trying to, to one less car. It seems like the, the that yep. hybrid bike is like the perfect commuter. Exactly. Yeah. Bingo. Comfort and whatever whatever model or brand of it that you get. Yep. It would be perfect. Yep. 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 Yeah. So, again, you can ride it off-road. You can ride it on bike paths. It's just, it's convenient. It's cool. The only uh, bad part is, again, if you decide that you want to mountain bike on it or you want to actually race and be competitive on the road. And that's, again, that's where road bikes come into play or you go the other way with mountain bikes. Okay. Now, you, you mentioned earlier, it seems more like the um, the dual sport or in our, in our brand that we carry, the dual sport the dual sport is, is a pretty versatile bike. Now, on the FX are the fitness uh, aspect of this. Yeah. Does it have the capabilities? I mean, you can put racks and yeah, do everything. Sure can. Okay, no, I mean. Yeah, just, no, totally. Yeah. yeah. So now these, that, that could be for like the faster little commuters, people who want to commute to work and yeah. Check, yeah. Their, check their Strava time or whatever, but they're still Correct. zipping in and off the sidewalks. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. It's just more agile. Uh, a little bit lighter weight, and so yeah, you're zipping along. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, any stories? Let's see. So my favorite FX bike, fitness bike, is the Trek FX2. Um, I was always impressed with the price point. It was 500 bucks. Yeah. And 500 bucks is kind of like that sweet spot. It's not too expensive and not too cheap. Um, and so it had durable enough parts on it. And um, I always knew, and I, 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 uh, um, uh, we stock it. Um, there are some knobby hybrid tires that we carry, you right. know, um, in our inventory. Um, and so, if ever a fitness rider like, hey, you know what, uh, I'm kind of discovering a little more dirt and you know gravel and things like that. It's like, boom, go ahead and put on these these knobby hybrid tires, and. That is probably one of my more favorite modifications. There's just something innate in my heart that about, when when about knobby tires about like knobby tires on the fitness bike, right? Because you you, you 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 sometimes you trap yourself in thinking, okay, you know, this is a fitness bike, and all uh, all I can do is just ride on the road, and what did I do to myself? I'm I'm locked in, but yet it's got the tire clearance for a knobby tire so you still have some efficiency and you can go you can go into the dirt yeah yeah and i love it so speaking of that then getting into tires i know we've talked about it on on the other types of bikes that we've talked about so um is 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 there a hybrid tire i guess i mean is there, there are hybrid tires is right. there one that's so kind of the, gonna the hybrid tire sizing just to help people is right 
it's it's the it's a seven hundred C, which is the di- kind of the diameter size. Right. Um, and then there's the width of the tire. And so a hybrid tire, I'll pretty much classify a hybrid tire at thirty two millimeters wide. So seven hundred by thirty two. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, so there's thirty two, thirty five millimeter, thirty eight millimeter, forty, forty two, forty five. Right. Right. Um, and then sometimes your hybrid bike can fit a legit mountain bike size tire, which is two inches wide. Right. Ultimately, fifty millimeter. So twenty five point four millimeters to an inch, fifty millimeters. That's your that's that's the beginning of your mountain bike size. My dual sport can fit a seven hundred by fifty, or what you'll call it, twenty nine by two point Okay, and what are you running on it right now? Yeah, do you right now? I am running seven hundred by forty five. Okay, but I have my twenty nine by two point sitting there, ready to go mountain biking if I wanted to. Okay, so, and I know we we talked a little bit about it uh, when we did road biking and and. One of the biggest advantages, I are the biggest uh, innovations in mountain biking. One of them is is tubeless tires or going tubeless. Sure. And there's still there's you know in in our shop you could ask ten people and five is going to give you one answer on tubeless road or staying on road with tubes. Now, what is your thought on uh, hybrid and going tubeless? Do you do you see an advantage to going tubeless on hybrid bikes or should you just stick with the tube? I'm rather neutral to it. Um, if I was a solo artist and I was just going to achieve one application uh, for my hybrid bike, um, uh, uh, I wouldn't be against going tubeless. Okay. However, I am schizophrenic and I like to change my mind a lot. Um, and so I want the ability to change tires. And, right. And tubeless um, is uber messy. Uber messy. Yeah. Right. And the, and we've been talking, you know, our past couple episodes, touring and, and adventure biking or whatever. And and is a big a fan because my road bike has is tubeless and my mountain bike is tubeless. And I'm really torn building my adventure bike, which way to go. But then I'm thinking if you're out there and you're carrying a trailer or you're bikepacking and you blow something that's tubeless, now sealant's everywhere. Now you have to carry sealant. I think it's just easier to carry tubes. So I think for my adventure bike or my touring bike, I'm I'm going to go tubes. I really think tubes should happen when you are touring. Yeah. Just to make life more convenient. And it's easier to change. And yeah. and it's and it's the same way with like certain bike companies using DOT brake fluid because DOT brake fluid is DOT brake fluid. No matter where you go. So if yeah. you're in a foreign country and you blow a brake, you can get DOT brake fluid. You might yeah. not be able to get XYZ mineral oil for your XYZ brakes. Correct. So I think that's, you know, looking at as I'm building and trying to get my bike going. Uh-huh. Well, you know, even um, the touring bicyclists, uh, they're almost anti-hydraulic brakes. Because of that, right? Uh-huh, right, yeah. because once it blows, then you need to find a bike shop in Cambodia to <laughs> to service that. Yeah, no, and, right? and then like with the mechanicals, the, the candy levers or the V-brakes. Uh-huh. Cable or actuated. Yeah. Guess you, what? You, you just can, need a cable. You can and carry bike a hand- shops actually have cables. And you can carry a handful of cables that take up like zero space in your gear, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So there, And I think that's a, some of the things that, all the when we talked with the, with our guest in the past, you know, some of the idiosyncrasies that we didn't talk. Idio- yeah. 
that we didn't talk about. Mm-hmm. And as I'm building mine up, you know, and I got a collection of 29 tubes, so, you know, it's going to be nothing to throw in. Exactly. Four tubes. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and a couple of CO2 cartridges. But yep. And just dealing with, you know, the mess that is tubeless. It Hell, I don't, even like, I don't even like doing it in the shop. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, uh, hold on. I got to I gotta go wash my hands. Yeah. It's, it's crazy that... Um, uh-huh. But it does make life easier, a little more, especially for, you know, the trail riding and the things that you don't have to worry about, little pinch flats and things like that. But I think if you're commuting and if you're doing things and you have to get to work and you're allotted yourself a certain amount of time, blowing out a, a tubeless tire on your way to work could could really just be havoc. Uh, yeah, I mean, so w- w- with the hybrid bike, I mean, I'm not even against, you know, thorn-resistant heavy-duty tubes. You know, <laughs> they weigh significantly more than a standard tube yeah. it gives you some protection and i'm just all about protection i mean again i'm not trying to be competitive on this right it's a, yeah. it's almost a utilitarian bicycle right so i'm not against adding two to five pounds of weight right i'm already going to carry a rack yeah. it's already adding weight by the way the rack is meant for c- carrying stuff to have stuff so therefore it's going to get heavier and heavier <laughs> and heavier yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm 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 not really trying to 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 worry um, about weight savings. I'm worried about application. Yeah. You know how how it's going to serve my purpose. So, and in talking and some of the things you brought up about your hybrid bike, um, and er, you know the listeners know that that my adventure bike I'm going to equip and carrying a Bob trailer or a trailer. Sure. But I'm also toying, and I'm no longer toying with the idea after listening to you describe having the rack on the back of of your hybrid i'm going to put a rack on my adventure bike yeah because because there's sure. going to be times that i just want to load up uh-huh. the wife and go to san diego yep i don't want to drag a trailer you want that trunk bag that i got yeah so i'm thinking like trunk a trunk bag dude sunscreen an extra shirt this so much it's not even funny i mean yeah. I, I got the expandable one that it, it expands up and, and then, then yours have the fold out panniers. Yeah, that's the one I want, dude. I think that would be like deep, so epic. Yeah, and then the bike that I have has brazons for attaching the rack, and it's not going to interfere with carrying yeah. the trailer. Right. So, so therefore, are you going to run? Um, what tires are you going to run? Are you going to run mountain bike tires? Are you going to do touring by hybrid tires? I I was think uh, a touring hybrid tires because I know. If you go and I go, it's not going to be like off-roading bike yeah. bike packing. Right. And the other guys that uh-huh. have expressed interest in going, they're they're on like gravel bikes, so it's not going to be hardcore. Okay. Anything that we do, yeah. And our first trip that we've talked about uh-huh. is like the seventy-six to the beach. So I want something that's going to like not kill me and suck all my energy yeah. riding on the pavement. But if we see a dirt road or sure. we ha- have to hit a footpath on the beach, you yeah. know, whatever. To be able to do that too, and 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 corner without seeing sliding out. Exactly. So I'm uh, the the trail cross or something. The one with the high ridge in the middle. I can't remember, but I was actually probably going to pick your brain on on the better. What tires do you have on yours? <laughs> right now I have H5 Bontrager H5 tires. Uh, so they're knobby on the side, and then kind of uh, smooth in the middle. Sm- yeah. Uh-huh, correct. And you said they're 45. 45. Yeah. Um. Um, I have my gravel tires, right? Those are the the Schwalbe G ones, 
right. um, but in 35 millimeter. Um, I have some H2s. Um, so H2s are kind of a pavement slicker tire. Yeah. Right. So I got those, and then uh, and then I had the Connection Trail uh, tires. Um, that was the 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 twenty nine by two point oh. Yeah. That's now, the one where it's a mountain bike tire, but it's more for pavement riding. Yeah, that's probably because mine my rims are you know. No, you'd be fine. I could put you the can, H. You can you can you can run thirty five millimeters on yours. Okay. And be efficient. Well, there. I think that's gonna totally right, yeah. right. You know. So again, you know, we're we're at the play with the idea of okay. You know, do you do you want the ability to go off road? Because the H twos are not off road tires. Yeah. Right? The H fives are at least off road tires. Yeah. Um, or the connection tires or whatever, and or that hybrid Navi tire. Well, that I really like that one. That's the LT three. Yeah. And is is it smooth in the middle, or is it slight knobbies all the way around? Slight knobbies all the way around. Okay, yeah, I, I, uh, I would probably do with in the H's. I don't know if I'll it, go yeah. the H two or the H five or whatever the categories are, but totally. something a little smooth in the middle mm-hmm. and a little grippy on the side. Yep. So it's sort of the uh, yeah the H five the avenue like that. that I'm thinking about. Totally. Well, so let's let's um let's let's sum up. The old hybrid bike in 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 five minutes or less. So it's the u- utilitarian, all-purpose. Um, and I know it's been if used before. Would you consider it more of a Swiss Army knife bike than like a gravel bike? It is a Swiss Army knife bike more than a gravel bike. Okay. It really is. I mean, again, yeah. This is the predecessor to the gravel bike. So this was first. This was first. Yeah. Okay. Right. The hybrid bike. You know, and um. I still I still have a gripe with the bicycle industry that they you know that they that, that they want to cater to the higher gear ratio, faster pedaling, uh, 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 hybrid bike clientele. Yeah, and then know? I think if you focus on that, then you're missing a whole you're, you're missing a whole niche or a whole market. You because, are. Yeah. Right. Right. You know. So it sucks because already a guy is coming in. Who's like, you know, iffy about getting into bicycling, right? And then you're like, oh, yeah, here's a hybrid bike. Go for it. Have fun. And then, you know, so then, you know, they're they're riding around the neighborhood. And then they're like, yeah, let's go to San Diego. This is cool. And then one of their friends is like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to go mountain biking. And, and then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, well, the guy at the bike shop told me I can go mountain biking with it too, <laughs> right? And then you yeah. do. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, my gosh, like, I suck because I can't make it up this hill. Right. You haven't even considered that it's a different gear ratio. No one ever told you that. Right. All you know is that your friend made it and you can't. You're 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 climbing a dirt hill on a road bike gearing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's gonna hurt. Yeah, it's gonna not be fun. Right. So. And then now you're gonna walk into the bike shop and be like, "Hey, I can't make it up that hill." And then the bike shop guy is gonna be like. Oh, yeah, of course, because, you know, you got the, this high gear ratio. What you need to do is you need to turn it into a low gear ratio. And then the guy's going to be like, well, why didn't you say that in the first place? Yeah, what What do you mean by all that? And did I just waste my money and your time or whatever? Yeah, so, right. But I will tell you, after this conversation and, and then reexamining the hybrid bikes, I I remember being a big fan when I first started working at the shop of the FX. 
and then test riding and riding that one today. It's like I yeah, that's definitely yeah. a fun bike. And you uh -huh. could I could see tooling around Mission Bay or you know It's totally zippy. It's yeah. totally cool. Yeah. And it's it's nimble enough to be in and you know with traffic, and you're still kind of upright and visible, and you can see yep. your surroundings. So yep. Yep. yeah, I, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm definitely a bigger fan of the whole hybrid thing, yeah, more so than I am probably the gravel. Exactly. Not not, not to discredit all the conversation we've had on gravel bikes, but I I admitted going into I didn't get it, mm -hmm. you know, and even talking with the guys that do it, I can see why. It's enjoyable to them and be fun, you know, and I, yeah, have fun. But I still think the FX uh -huh. or the dual sport yeah. is, is. Right. If, 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 I, if I got someone into a gravel bike, I would have to train them. I would have to teach them to, to how to use the gravel bike. Like yeah. literally there would be education involved in it. Right. Whereas a hybrid bike, it's intuitive. Yeah. Let's just go. You just ride. Right. So. Truly, the gravel bike owner is your road bike owner who just now wants to get off the road. Yeah. So they've already, they've already, uh, they've already educated themselves. That's how versatile the f hybrid bike really is. Yeah. Anyone can get on it, and it's cool. And you can go and do. Yeah, and it's zippy. And again, I mean, I'm glad you had the opportunity to test ride the bikes and. Yeah. And, and see that like, wow. No, I've always been a, I've always been a fan of the FX. Yeah. And it seems like the of the bikes we sell, the Verve and the FX seem to be mm -hmm. the, the more the top two that we sell. And I haven't really, you know, I've seen the, the dual sport in this was kind of a, an older dual sport. Man, that was a hefty bike. I could mm -hmm. see where you could really do some yeah. do some fun things with that bike, too. But I think zippy is the really good word for the FX. Exactly. That thing can just zip around. Exactly. So speaking of zippy. So next episode, going to really get controversial. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, dang. We are going to do our best to explain and demystify and take the cheating label off of e-bikes. What? Electric bicycles, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not throttle kinds. Not throttle kinds. Not the uh, ones with throttle. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to cross that bridge. We'll talk next about episode. all of them. So, yeah. So, so I look forward to that and kind of okay. see see how that goes. And because uh, there's there's definitely two thoughts. Uh, well, so d by the way, d d did I sell you into a hybrid bike tonight? No, you totally did. And it's one that I've always been on the fringe, thinking that would be a fun bike to have more so ever than a gravel bike. Because I've always said, for the gravel bike or for the hardcore adventure, I have my mountain bike. Yeah. For the road bike and the other stuff that I want to do, I have the road bike. Mm -hmm. But I feel, after this conversation and the research leading into this conversation, yeah. that the missing link, if you were to own a third bike, uh -huh. would be a zippy hybrid, yep. for sure. Yep. 100%. Yeah. And it was just... Great. Yeah. There you that, go. That's awesome. So, hey, look right over there. Yep, that's the weekend. You can see it from here. As always, guys, thanks for listening. Get out and enjoy the weekend. Jonathan, appreciate your time, your knowledge, and your enthusiasm for uh, the hybrid bikes. Yeah, you're... I am enthusiastic. Yeah, you're sold on it. So thanks again, and thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Jai Chen. Mm -hmm.